Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Disney officially announces the end of Star Wars weekends, at least for next year. Disney also released their fourth quarter financial results, and they've released some more news about what we can expect at Avatar Land at the Animal Kingdom. Also, we'll have our thoughts on this year's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 860, for the week of November 10th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everybody. Teresa Eccles. Hello. Corey Martin. Just happy to be here. And back in the production, associate producer Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with the working producer, Craig Williams. Hi. It's like a DJ. And the lovely and talented Steve Jr. Porter. Hello. Junior. Junior. That stuck. It did. That stuck. I really. That's I, okay. But uh, welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a good week. I know that I am. How about you guys? Everybody have yeah, a good week? Yeah, have an yeah. awesome week. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to start my week off at the Christmas party yeah. and just had, the season. Yeah. had a great, great time. What is going on? I'm trying to do a show here. It's the sound. There's a humming noise. Okay. I'm to figure it out. I think it's the you. He doesn't figure that out. Okay. It's a higher pitch than normal. Well, because it's your first show. No, it's going... Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Never mind. We have... We have people here, okay? Guests have arrived. I got this stuff going on in back. I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing, and I got these guys. Sorry. I was just talking about what a great week I was having, and now they're, they're screwing with me. So, anyway, welcome, everybody. Hope you are having a good week. A couple of announcements this week in housekeeping. First of all, um, I have to announce that, unfortunately, we are not going to be doing a live show as part of our Dizapalooza celebration this year. We were hoping to get a venue at, uh, at Universal to do the show. And uh, the price tag they came back with, uh, basically, we could have done a second night of Dizapalooza for what they were going to charge us for this venue. So, I think John has something he wants to say. So, what we've decided to do was, instead of spending the money on a show and putting all the things together that we usually do, we're going to make a donation to Give Kids the World. Uh, we're going to do a $10,000 donation, and hopefully that makes someone Christmas, someone's Christmas bright. Well, that will actually pay to send two families uh, to Give Kids the World. That's I want right. to be able to pick them out, though. You got to pick them out. <laughs> yeah, I get last choice on. You, get, you, get, you write a first refusal. <laughs> write a first refusal on who gets to go. That's just sad. So we will not be having a live show this year as part of Dizzapalooza. Uh, and our final show for the year will be December 8th. And we'll be going on hiatus for the holidays. And coming back to you, I believe, January 5th will be our next uh, our next show. So going on hiatus a little early this year. That's because we have some things that we're working on to roll out in the beginning of January and we're going to need a little extra time in the studio and with the team to do that so stay tuned for that 
and Pete said he's giving away his favorite thing of the year to every single one of his Facebook friends. <laughs> wow. So, All 5,000. So good. Uh, yeah, and I'm, taking, <laughs> uh, I'm paying for it out of your salary. So. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, everyone, please make sure you send best wishes to Craig and Kylie, who will be getting married this Friday. Um. Unless she wises up and dumps them at the altar. Um, Friday the 13th, you chose for your wedding. Oh, yeah. Lucky day. Is that just, you know, was that intentional? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, entirely intentional. I love Friday the 13th. It's you the sound best time so of the year. excited it's, it's about your, your... It's your lucky number, isn't it? Yeah. You told me that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I tell <laughs> Exactly. Friday the 13th. But uh, very happy for you, Craig. Oh, thank you. And I'm excited. So. It shows. <laughs> I said, yes. Well. Someone, someone has actually agreed to marry Craig. Um, so there's that. Um, also want to make sure we mention our other shows that go up as part of the Diz Unplugged family every week. The Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged broadcasts live Sunday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Mixler.com. Those shows go up on iTunes on Monday and Tuesday this week. Uh, listeners Amanda and Dave uh, join in for some last-minute trip planning advice. And Tony attempts to buy his imaginary family lunch at the Disneyland Resort. Front door. Didn't we already do this one? I didn't update this from the last time I did it. I was going to say, this sounds a little Maybe familiar. familiar. Maybe it's a repeat. Um, what's a repeat? I know he sent it in. I thought I updated it on here, but this sounds familiar. So I don't think this is what they're doing this week. <laughs> I, whatever it was last week involved uh, traveling and someone named Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland. Wow, thank you. That really helped so, out. It involved travel and uh, Disneyland. Either they're getting really... Uh, <laughs> Amanda... No, no, no I got it. I, this is what he sent me. Okay. Yeah, it was the Amanda and Dave last minute trip. Okay, I got it right. And- Tony does the family lunch of imagination and the, his stuff. imaginary family. Okay, that was so rich. God. So okay, it's there's about that traveling. Of course, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, disunplug.com. The trip with Jenny Lynn and Teresa Eccles. Teresa, what are you talking about? I don't feel so bad now asking Craig. What are we talking about, Craig? We're talking about the escape game. Oh, that's right. Because we we pre-recorded it because of the wedding. The what? The escape game. What did he call it? Was the it's escape. not escape. No, it's not a scape, Tarjay. It's not, no. But no, this is, you got to watch this one. This, I think, might be our best episode, my favorite episode ever, Craig, right? Really? Uh, it is for me, it was. We had a good time doing it. I Don't mean, oversell so. it, Teresa. You say, no, no. You, she said best episode ever. For me. For me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, nope. what did you escape from? A room, a locked room. Okay. And I was locked in. In with, her house. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's like every day I can never get out of the bathroom. No, I was locked in a room with JL and Craig. And we had 60 minutes to get out. It was uh, awesome. Well, that sounds like hell. <laughs> it was fun. That's, well, a, that's my, that's that's my like Tuesday. Like, <laughs> that's my Tuesday. I'm locked in a room with you and you. It's like a very amazing race. <laughs> it was fun, though. Even Craig laughed and chuckled. So that's what made it good. Anyway, watch. Stay tuned. All right. And, of course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Jenny Lenop. What is coming up this week, guys? Uh, This week, we are going to talk about uh, everything you can expect to experience during uh, the holidays at Universal for all the people coming into Dizapalooza. uh, If they're planning on going to the parks besides just the event, it'll give them lots of options of stuff to see, things to do, all that good stuff. So, Awesome. Should be good. They're not doing like Christmas Horror Nights? 
I, I wish. And I mean, they have the Grinch. That's basically the same thing. <laughs> that Grinch, that, that, that Grinch breakfast. I, I, oh. I still remember that from a few years back. And th- that was fantastic. The breakfast sucked. The Grinch was amazing. Yeah, I don't. One I of the few like times, one of the few times, the character interaction was worth the price of the breakfast. Yeah, I don't even remember the food, but the well, I, me- I remember those vi- those vile green eggs that had spinach in them. It was like spinach okay. flavoring, not like actual spinach, but spinach flavoring, which I hate spinach to begin with. It was awful, um, but uh, that was tra- that was traumatic. But then, like I said, you got the Grinch, which was incredible. So. Those are our shows coming up this week, so be sure to tune in disunplug.com. You will find all of our shows, all the show notes from all of our shows, and the ability to reach out and touch us appropriately, of course. Uh, disunplug.com slash contact. You can send us an email, or you can leave us a voicemail, and those are the ones that I use on my solo show, which I have not recorded yet before you start posting everywhere. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I haven't recorded it yet. I'm hoping to do it tonight. So, hoping. Depends. If I'm in the mood. Because that's when I do them. So, all right. Anything else for housekeeping? I have something. If you are coming to Dizapalooza and you want to take the transportation from a Walt Disney World resort to the event, we've already sent out emails about this. You'll have an individual email with a link and a way for you to log in and pay for the transfers. Um, they're going to be $10 per person round trip. Really cheap. And we'll be stopping at all the Walt Disney World resorts. If you haven't received that email, email me, john at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I'll make sure you get that. But we're doing well. We've got about 50% of the people signed up who wanted the transfer, so we're moving along quickly. We're going to close those on the 15th of November um, at midnight because we have to get a finalized list to the bus company. So that is cheap. Can you swing by and pick me up? I cannot. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's Thanks. the Uber app. All right. That's thank, it. Thank you, John. Anybody else? I do. Um, I mentioned a, a few weeks ago that we were introducing new uh, new Magic Band covers um, from MagicYourBand.com. That there would be glow in the dark. These are live now, and they they're inspired. You probably can't see these, so you just kind of go to the uh, to the website to see them. Um, Sparkle. We have uh, these were inspired by our Diz hashtag shirts that some people might have. Um, or not to be purchase. confused with our Diz hashmark shirts. <laughs> just saying. Okay. Um, so we have a glow-in-the-dark version. We also have a, a version printed in like a glitter background. These are pretty cool. So um, go check them out. Uh, don't be boring and wear a, a solid color magic band. Cover it up with something cooler. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> that a cute little plug. <laughs> that was sweet. You wear uh, a solid color magic band? Yes, I do. Oh, boring. I was waiting for this glitter one. You can one. have this. I have the gray one they send you when you don't pick a color. I have the sad default color that they send you. Matches your my personality. Personality. Thanks, yeah. All right. Anything else? Well, while we're talking about plugging things, come out to the Welcome Center or call me, and you can, I've got the hashtag shirts out there still for sale, and all the other little shirts that we had. And that's sixty-five fifty North Atlantic Avenue. Cape Canaveral, Florida, sweet B. Easy to find. Yeah, can't miss it. We have some great stuff for sale out there. Yeah, we do. We've got our flasks, our hot cold flasks. We've got mm-hmm. Diz mugs. You've got shirts. Diz yeah. board shirts. Diz board shirts. Diz unplug shirts. Diz unplug. Hashtag. I've got hashtag. I've got the little sporty baseball one in two colors. 
the hashtag comes into in black or white. Yeah. And remind people, from. if you're a Dreams Unlimited travel client, come on out, mention your agent and your reservation number, and you get a free gift. And we'll have, talk about your agent. You have any of the baseball ones in large? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You want maroon or the blue V-neck? Get his the credit card. I think I have. Before it. you get him Because I <laughs> get his credit card. can't wear any of those now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Let me see your pen so I can mark it down. Don't remember. Take out an in- inventory now. <laughs> All right. Then we'll throw it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Film shot in secret at the Magic Kingdom. The further adventures of Walt's frozen head. A graduate student at the University of Central Florida is working on a film that he secretly shot at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Actually, just at Walt Disney World. The Further Adventures of Walt's Frozen Head is the project of Benjamin Lancaster and revolves around the urban legend that Walt Disney's head was cryogenically frozen and is hidden below the Magic Kingdom. In the film, Walt's head, quote, is thawed out every year to give guidance to his company. (laughs) Lancaster shot at the theme parks for four days and said that other than a cast member recognizing Daniel Cooksley, the main actor, he didn't encounter any problems in filming at the parks. Lancaster says of the film, quote, there are jokes about price increases. Well, that's easy. That's brave. That's low-hanging fruit. (laughs) Ultimately, the biggest impression (laughs) is that his dream has continued on without him. That's the overarching message. It comes from a true place of fandom. Lancaster used 25 of his fellow students as a production crew, along with a few students from Valencia College and Full Sail University. The special effects shot of Disney's head are yet to be filmed. Lancaster is looking for an actor to play Walt. The film was shot for less than $20,000 and will be released in 2017. Go to Fandango now and get your tickets. <laughs> I was just going to say, is released in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem is... The problem is now that this is now the second time there was something filmed in the Magic Kingdom commercially without permission like this. And it's got Disney on edge. And they are really watching everybody. What you doing anything unusual with the camera, they're on you like white on rice. And so, you know, I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't mind Disney being on edge. They've kind of annoyed me lately. I went to school with Ben. Um, he was a TA in a couple of my uh, classes. Um, and I, I, I don't think this film is associated with UCF, even though he used those students and the Valencia students, because the number one thing they taught us at school was to always have our form signed from the person who owns the property or nobody's going to do anything with your film. And like that was day one stuff. So I, I just don't understand how this MFA student is what the thought process is that he's going to go onto private property, shoot something like this, and that it's ever going to, that it's, that. Well, I mean, that, that, that uh, escaping, right. escape from Tomorrowland or whatever it was got released. Um, right. But I think at some point now, in order to stop this, Disney has two choices. They can, they can question every guest with a video camera, or they can make this guy hurt so bad that he screams for mercy and hold him, you know, basically put his head in a spike out in front of the Magic Kingdom to warn anybody else that's going to think about doing this. You better be well funded and have a lot of lawyers because we're going to make your life a living hell. I would hope they wouldn't do that, though. I, I, I think at some point they're going to have to because now 
these guys are seeing the kind of attention they're getting for their films, their little projects, by doing this. And if we think this is the last one that's going to happen, you're crazy. It's not. And it's going to become an increasing problem. Look, even local television stations, local news uh, stations, cannot film on Disney property without permission. If you're not there for a media event, you can't. You can't do that. So they're really very protective and particular about it. So I don't know. The fact that this was done in four days, I mean, they, they were in and out. By the time there was any, anybody even looking at them, they were, they were done with what they had to do. And, but I also wonder with, with iPhones and tablets becoming so, like the, the video quality being so much better. I mean, I know nobody's going to want to do a film with, a, with an iPhone. But at the same time, it's like they're getting better. It's going to be hard to track this down. And it's not even that. I mean, I have a regular Sony camera, still camera, and it takes uh, HD video that's incredible. So someone can come in with a regular camera and take film, basically, and splice it together and do stuff with it. So Disney's going to have to... Sorry. Some weird stuff is going on today. Can we start over? <laughs> okay, so that wasn't just me. Thank no. you. No. Okay. So I think there Disney's go. going to have to do something that now legally they can go after people who do this thing. They're going to specifically put it in their ticket media medium and they're going to say that um, you know, this is now something you can't do as part of the other stuff you can't do. Almost like the no selfie stick signs. Right. Exactly. Well, the one confusing thing, though, is I do know there's a documentary that's either been made or still in the process of being they made. They had permission. Not from what I heard. No, yeah. They asked for permission, and Disney apparently didn't care one way or another whether or not they did it in the parks. So they reached out. And then they didn't get that, like, oh, yeah, we'll come in, we'll help you. They just said, you can do it, whatever. But well, it, as, long as, the, as long as Disney said, okay, yeah. they asked permission, they received permission. That's If, if this is the thing that I, I'm thinking of, because I know about one, too, that my friend was involved with, um, they went to go into the park with their cameras, and they were stopped at security and told they couldn't come in because they had, like, the bigger film, hmm. like a, a fancier-looking camera. And... Uh, I, you know, and he told, because a friend of mine was supposed to hang out, but he was supposed to go work on it. And then he said, like, they were stupid because they tried to bring in their regular camera and security wouldn't let them in. So I don't know. Yeah, if you're going in, if you're going in with anything that looks like a rig, they're going to stop you. They've always done that, though. That's not new. They've always done that. Um, You know, I remember when I had uh, my my big Sony, um, like, the you know. The big Sony. Oh, I remember that. And I would go in. I would take tr- take that into the parks. It wasn't so bad here. I got stopped a few times. Out in Disneyland, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me anywhere near the front of the park. With that, I, I would get stopped in downtown Disney at Disneyland with that camera. Yeah. So if you have something that looks like it's not what a normal vacationer is going to go in to the park with, there you're going to draw attention to yourself. And that's at the resorts. That's at the parks. We've seen it. We've had it happen. So, Craig, did I rock your world changing the lights? No, you didn't. Okay. I told Teresa she's drifting a little to the right. Yeah. She just wants to be a part of the group. Well, she's just bunched up. Because <laughs> she's lopsided. Well, they've got me sitting over here, like, in Siberia, like, something's wrong. <laughs> Come here, Corey. You're too far away. So you can't even do I that. Can't you can't even get in her shot. So How sad. sad. All right. Okay. 
All right, our second news story. Disney reports positive numbers in the fourth quarter. The Walt Disney Company has released the fourth quarter financial report and increases were seen across the board. Chief Executive Officer Bob Iger said, quote, we're very pleased with our results. The company's performance continues to demonstrate the incredible strength of our brand and franchises. Quarterly profit was up 7% to $1.6 billion, and yearly profit was up 12% to $8.4 billion. <coughs> Quarterly revenue was at $13.51 billion, an increase of 9%. Yearly revenue was up 7% to $52.5 billion. $4.4 billion of that revenue came from the parks and resorts, an increase of 10% from last year. In spite of ticket prices passing $100 per day, attendance at the parks increased with 7% more visitors than last year. All right, stop for a second. Just, just pause right there for a second for me. Okay. Okay. Um, I put my glasses on for this. <laughs> I, I, I want to read back that last sentence. In spite of ticket prices passing $100 per day, attendance at the park increased with 7% more visitors than last year. Every time you bitch about the price of a ticket, I want you to remember that line. In spite of the price increase, attendance was up 7%. As long as that continues to be the case, folks, the prices are going to keep going up. When Disney starts reporting multiple quarters of attendance decline, then we will see a change in those prices. Okay? So it's it's we can bitch all we want about it. It ain't going to change until that changes. You may continue. Okay. On average, those visitors spent 1% more at the parks. Hotel occupancy remained strong at 84%, and guests spent 7% more on the rooms this year. Operating income for the parks was a record high for the fourth quarter, coming in at $738 million. According to the Orlando Sentinel, quote, Cost increases in parks and resorts were driven by labor and other cost inflation. Spending on information technology, maintenance and infrastructure, and high pension and post-retirement medical costs. Whatever. Hmm. The foreign Disney parks didn't fare quite as well. Hotel occupancy and theme park visits were down at Hong Kong Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, and Shanghai Disney Resort. Both had increases in operating costs. Operating income for the Media Networks division were up 27% to $1.8 billion. ESPN subscribers declined, which negatively affected Disney stock, but the network offset this with affiliate fees and an increase in advertising revenue. The Consumer Products division also saw an increase in revenue, up 11% to $1.2 billion. Iker said there has been a, quote, huge global response to new Star Wars merchandise Mm -hmm. that is now available. Understatement of the year. You know, you're talking about numbers that are just crazy. Yeah. You're talking about numbers that are just nuts, that they just continue to do better and better and and better. You know, there was a, I didn't read the whole article, but there was an article in the Orlando Sentinel last couple of days talking about, you know, Disney is pricing families out of the market because they can. You know, we've talked about this before, that there are people that can't afford to come to Disney because these prices are too high. And I get that. And I understand it. Uh, but the reason Disney is doing it is because there are enough people. Not only are there enough people that are willing to pay what they're charging to do it. Uh, there was another story uh, that came across today 
that talked about how uh, Disney is changing some of the plans they submitted uh, about land use that they're going to need. Uh, they have to increase the amount of land. They have to increase the amount of land they're going to utilize to support some of what they want to do because they are projecting these attendance increases to go on for a while. We've been talking about this for a long time now, that Disney is going to have to respond in large measure to these to the crowds that they're getting. And now with the announcement of Star Wars Land, Toy Story Land, Avatar Land opening in a few years, uh, the current infrastructure will not support the increases they're going to see. So it's no surprise that they're now telling the county and the state, oh, listen, we're going to need to develop a lot more than we thought we were going to have to develop because they have to think about transportation. They have to think about lodging. They have to think about, let alone, let alone what I'm convinced is going to come in the next 18 months, somebody's announcing a new theme park. Let me just put it to you that way. In the next 18 months, maybe Disney or likely be Universal. In the next 18 months, I am convinced someone is announcing a new theme park. And, I mean, Disney has the Disney has the land for it. They absolutely have the land for it. But whether or not any of this development that they're planning or this land use that they're putting in for now uh, is going to be for that, I don't know. But these numbers, we, 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 t- we tell the same story every quarter. We tell the same story every year. That Disney has, you know, record profits, record growth. It has continued. It continued through the recession. It is continuing now. And this is the way of it. This is the way of it. I think you could put a killer whale inside of the living seas and they would still go up. Seriously. Nothing was going to stop them. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Okay. Oh, really? Took me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, let it loose and let it eat people. Right. <laughs> sure. More people will follow. <laughs> yeah, I. I'll tell you. Yeah, unless even I, I. I just I think right now, right now, I think Disney is impervious to anything like what happened to SeaWorld. I think Disney's impervious to it. First of all, they have a much better PR department that would respond to it better. And I think a little bit with a little bit more savvy than, than SeaWorld did, but um, wow. you know, it's uh, the, the you know, especially here in Orlando, uh, Walt Disney World is the big driver of revenue. Uh, it's the crown jewel. It's the crown jewel in the company in terms of revenue. And so you know, we talk about the fact that <clears throat> oh my gosh, the tickets are a hundred dollars a person per day now. That's the that's the benchmark. We forget that resort rooms are going up. The price of food is going up. The price of souvenirs is going up. Everything is increasing, and people are still paying these prices. And Disney's revenue goes up. Well, so. I've got I've got my uh, some family coming in uh, over Thanksgiving, and I just bought their their passes, their park passes. And I was like, oh my lord, right. second mortgage. <laughs> you know, it's like I remember when an entire vacation could be here could be had for the price of what I just paid. For what was it? Four, five day tickets. Families and have to choose. I've had to choose which children go to the parks and which don't. You get downtown which Disney. Children, you get the magic. Right, right. <laughs> we dropped Stella's annual pass because she didn't go enough to, to make to make it worth it. You know, so now I just have to. It it just it, it wasn't worth it. What? So. 
What does Disney do if there's like another 2008 happen though? Do they do the price increases stop or do they? They didn't. You know what they what, what they do. No, the price increases will not stop. To give you a direct answer to your question, no, the price increases will not stop. What what, what they do is they offer specials. They offer a lot more discounts. Um, you know, there's a lot more price yielding. There's a lot more looking at scrutinizing what at times are not as busy, and then incentivizing people to travel during those times to even out the year's revenue for them. That's how yeah. free dining started, right? That's how free dining yeah. came about, yeah. Well, also in terms of hotel rooms, you know, Disney, I forgot how many years ago, started yielding their rates. And what that means to those not in the business, all hotels do this. Uh, you know, as occupancy goes up, they change, they, they yield their rates up. Uh, because they have fewer rooms. They can get away with it. When occupancy is low, they yield their rates down. For the longest time, Disney didn't do that. Disney just published their rates. This is what it's going to be during these dates and these dates and these dates for these resorts. And that was the price. And, you know, that's one of the reasons they're able to get out, you know, a 7% increase in the last quarter by doing that price yielding. They kind of do the same thing. Like, Like John was just saying, they do the same thing with packages. That's where you're going to see, you know, if they're going to try and discount a ticket, that's where they're going to do it. They're going to do it in a package because I don't think they've ever done a direct discount on a ticket directly through Disney. Not unless it's Florida resident or military. Right, or the normal stuff. People. But, you know, you never see a special, you know, buy your ticket during this month and, right. you know, get Bring a discount. Bring in a Coke can. Yeah, you don't no. see any of that. <laughs> what they do Somebody's is they build that, that in <laughs> and they do that for price integrity. So, you know, if, if you, you know, this is the, the problem they had with free dining. They had to do free dining because of how bad things got. They had to get people in. Once you do that, it's impossible, very, very difficult to take it away. So if they do something, if they discount the price of a park ticket, it's very difficult to get that price back. So what they do is they'll discount it, but they'll discount it inside of a package where you really can't see how much they're, they're discounting it so that you don't feel like, okay, well, I got the ticket for this price then, and now I'm paying this? That's crazy. So that's, that's how they do that. You know, a lot of my friends who, do, who don't live here, like they'll come to visit, and they always ask me, Corey, what's the best ticket discount? Can you get me free tickets? They think just because right. oh, people like, do that we all work, the time, yeah. We don't work for Disney. We work with them here and there, but... We and still can't get free tickets. No. You know, it, it's hard to tell them. No, I can right. offer you. I can send you to a, a website, the official ticket center, that can give you a discount. But even then, it's it's far from free. People, you know, well, you sell a lot of Disney. You know, you yeah. you sell a lot. Give me a deal. So wait, give wait. me a deal. Give me a discount. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You know, when I want to stay at a Disney hotel, I pay the same thing you do. I just right. get my commission back. That's all. That's all. Which is, you know, great. I'm not complaining about it but it's not like disney's handing me rooms um so but yep good quarter for disney agreed all right our third news story navi river journey coming to avatar land there'll be a new attraction coming in 2017 called navi river journey perfect for families the guests will quote set out in canoes and venture down a mysterious sacred river hidden within the bioluminescent rainforest the full beauty of Pandora reveals itself as the canoes pass by exotic glowing plants. Some woman named Pandora is going to reveal herself in this. <laughs> and amazing creatures. The journey culminates in an encounter with a Navi shaman 
who has a deep connection to the life force of Pandora and sends positive energy out into the forest through her music. Oh. Do you think Pandora will have Pandora beats? That's what I was wondering. That's what I'm hoping for. Plug it in with the Drake channel. You know, look, I think it's going to be awesome. I've been saying I'm very excited. I love the movie Avatar. I'm very excited about this. But, you know, I read this stuff, and it's just like tree-hugging hippie. There's also a lot of um, push behind these glow-in-the-dark plants. <laughs> they seem to be the um, the touchstone to everything. What's going to happen when they don't work? Right. You know, or one starts to flicker. It's bioluminescent. That's right. But... However, the, what I think is interesting about this is, didn't we know about this way, way before this? I think this was some. This was detail we didn't. Uh, I don't think we knew through. it was a spiritual river with a shaman who played. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a shaman. Healing music. <laughs> I think it was some drag. Sounds like Woodstock. Some drag queen named Pandora at the end, showing her creatures. She's the one that used to live in the tree. What was her name? Oh, that was divine. <laughs> she was the tree. She, she didn't live the in the tree. tree. She the was tree. the tree. Be the tree. <laughs> I'm interested by the word canoes. I wonder if it's actually going to be. Are we getting an actual canoes no, like in no, Disneyland? No, no, no. Yeah. I think people are going to. Those people are going to be like at Disneyland. You know. Yes, the guests will. The guests will actually propel <laughs> yeah. themselves down the river. It'd be down. There's a shaman downstream. <laughs> Faster. Row. He's handing out crystals. Row. <laughs> yeah. There will be no chance of anyone going anywhere near that water, whatsoever. It'll be all fake. Don't want to get any of the bioluminescence on your hands. That's right. <laughs> Unless you're going to use it as a water ride. It'll be a water ride. Yeah, yeah it'll be a water ride. Okay. No, the canoe is going to be a... <laughs> well, he said it was going to be all fake. I'm going, what the Why is this thing moving? Lost children are going to drag you across the dusty savanna <laughs> while you go to, you go, go to find the shaman with the crystals. Yeah, it's never been plastic waves. Bioluminescent <laughs> shaman with the crystals. <laughs> Again, there's a lot of push behind those glow-in-the-dark plans. I need to watch this movie sooner or later. <laughs> oh, you'd love you it. should see it. Oh, and my guys are going to light up, too. Watch it in 3D, too. They did that in Epcot in 1982. They made little holes in the cement. With the little lights. I oh, like that. There. It's yeah. pretty, yeah. So, I mean... I, I, well, that's the problem is if you go into Epcot with Teresa after like five o'clock, you can't get her past the entrance because she just stands it's there. It's so pretty. Those she pavement. stares at the pavement with right. all the glowing stuff. This is the target audience for the glow in the dark. Oh, pavements. yeah. I'm looking forward to it, even though I don't particularly care for blue people. I mean, I think it'll be but good. But you didn't see the movie. You're racist. Yeah. You are racist. I am racist. I'm sorry. I don't support the troops. Send me off for training. What? And I don't support the troops. I don't go that far. All right. Our fourth and final news story. Yeah, this is going story. downhill fast. Really move on. Our fourth and final news story. Disney announces Star Wars Weekend's officially over. Wah, wah. Oh the Disney Parks block For now. For now. The Disney Parks block has announced some details about the upcoming Star Wars presence in the parks, as well as the cancellation of Star Wars Weekends in 2016. Due to the construction of the Star Wars land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the popular Star Wars Weekends event will not take, will not take place this year. The article did not say when the event would return, <laughs> but presumably, presumably, well said. Thank you. It will not be until construction is completed. Now, the Orlando Sentinel has stated that Disney made the announcement that it's over. Yeah. That's what Orlando Sentinel's reporting. Over. It's over for good. Canceled. No more. But Why would I you can need see, it? But I can see that. I mean, if, if you have an entire section of the theme park dedicated to Star Wars nonstop. Please don't take this my way, but I couldn't care less. I, I think <laughs> it's just all that extra 
stuff is going to be here all the time now. Right. So, like, yeah. yeah, you'll see, be able to meet those characters you normally wouldn't have been able to meet during that thing. Okay. It's just, it's scary. I, 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 okay. <laughs> I think. Okay. 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 Cut to him. Okay, cut to me. <laughs> I, I think that for the foreseeable future, yes, Star Wars Weekends is over. However, once that part of the park opens, once the hype starts to die down, I think they're going to bring it back. Because at some point, they're going to need to generate those. They're going to want to generate those crowds, especially after. This is one of those things where you. They did it with uh, Wizarding World. You know, it was a couple of years after the opening of Wizarding World before they started doing the, the Harry Potter events. They had those, you know, big crowds. In the beginning, they didn't need it. Then as things started to die down and started to level off to its normal numbers, they were able to start doing things like that. So I do not believe that Disney is going to pass up the opportunity to target that audience, especially with the popularity of the films, in a way that can soak them for so much more money than they can their average guest. I agree with that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think think for at least the next... Let's say that you know Star Wars Land doesn't open for another five to seven years. Um, I think it'll probably be fifteen years before we see another Star Wars event. Wow. Well, what if instead? Because well, I, I know one of the big draws um, for like Star Wars weekends is like the the actor the the stars that come in and people get a chance to meet them. But what if they did something? If you have this entire land, what if they did something similar to do like a two month run, almost like they do with Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? Star Wars we party where, where it's like people have you know a broader range up. to come and do this stuff to a hard ticket event yeah could be Harrison well, Ford will be 89 because where where's the little man in the gold suit gonna go if he, they don't bring him back once a year <laughs> the <laughs> little bitter man what was his name I mean they could still Anthony have the parade yes. they still do the things, little bitter they won't man. have the stars he was bitter wasn't he he was bitter they haven't fully announced <laughs> everything that's going along with season the force yet I mean it's debuting very soon in Disneyland but then it's gonna look completely different than ours in Hollywood Studios because like one of the big things they're selling there is the hyperspace mountain but we're not doing that in magic kingdom so we can't do a transformation of ours uh nor would it work because we don't have all the same audio systems in that so i mean they said they're adding the special food drinks merchandise and the fireworks show on weekends so essentially it is except without actors and i'm sure it'll only be a matter of time before they have actors come in and start doing special shows on the weekends too disney's gonna do whatever they need to do to soak money out of people so once they figure out that star wars land is now sort of levels off that is going to be nighttime spectaculars and parties and weekends don't worry you'll get your geek on but the the message (laughs) i'm that i'm getting from this announcement is a little scary for me because i take it as being like they can't do it anymore because the construction is going to be so heavy that they can't that park can't hold that anymore so they can't oh you know that's going to be true yeah that is true i I had had said that i had said that a while ago that they were going to have to at least temporarily stop star wars weekends they're not going to be able to do that stuff when you've got that much construction going on you have two areas of the park under construction at the same time as it is as it is and it's the, it's, and it's, it's going to be a half main, day park at best it's the main part of the park you're going to see walls everywhere yeah you're going to be funneled down to walkways so yeah it's not going to handle crowds at all that park 
So just I mean, sort of wait. Maybe some days they'll bring back the Festival of Masters for the same reason. Yeah. Once Disney Springs is complete, we'll probably see Festival of Masters come mm-hmm. back. Hopefully. I wish. All right. So that'll do it for the news. If you want to re- read the rest of the story, they've got all the other things that they're doing for um, the new film. But that's it for now. All right. Thank you, John. We're going to move on to Rapid Fire. And let's start with you. Great. As we <laughs> All right. Um, a whole bunch of really interesting stuff going on for New Year's Eve 2015 at Walt Disney World. If you're going to be here for New Year's Eve, you've got a lot of choices. La Hacienda de San Angel uh, has a seating at 930 for a five-course meal featuring surf and turf. That's $280.13 oh. per adult. Uh, La Cellier is doing one of three seatings. Uh, for different times, price is about $150 per adult. Um, well, something interesting, World Showplace is going to have a family-friendly buffet in it for $71.84. for Mexican food? What makes it family-friendly? It's made out of families. Corn dogs. And $280 for the Mexican food. <laughs> it's certainly great. Uh, Magic Kingdom <laughs> is going to have Tomorrowland Terrace New Year's Eve fireworks dessert party. That's $450. <laughs> Contemporary Resort is having a California Grill a fixed menu dinner gala. Um, with a whole bunch of stuff going on. Remarkably, that's only $625. Yeah, when you add a, a Are you gallop, making these numbers you're up? You're set for uh, an per person. increase. Per person. You're making these numbers up, right? I swear it's... Well, someone oh, made them up. Might be Leah. She sent me the information. Uh, Chef Mickey's is going to have a New Year's Day brunch buffet for $44.72. Uh, Narcusi's, Victoria and Albert's all going to have special dinners. Um, and then... Um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Obviously, the big stuff, Shula's, El Molino, Blue Zoo, all having dinners. But Atlantic Dance Hall at the Boardwalk is going to be having a party on uh, New Year's Eve from 8 p.m. <laughs> from 8 we all chuckle. <laughs> from 2 a.m. That doesn't sound sad at all. <laughs> if you bring three friends, you get in for free. <laughs> you, talk about, you talk about, like, the sadness place. I mean, it is just, you, you walk in there at any given point, and there's, like, three drunk guys just kind of dancing, watching the screen. It's um, such a shame. And usually one of them is Corey. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit at, you know, 3 o'clock in the evening. Come on, it's going to have a live band, free champagne toast, party favors. Ooh. Man, this sounds great. I can go to Chili's and they're giving me party favors. <laughs> really. So I think I just want people and a to bottle know. of cheap public <laughs> champagne. <laughs> if you're going to, uh, going to Walt Disney World for New Year's, lots to do, lots of choices. Book it now. Don't you book, it now. book it now. Awesome. Thank you, John. Kevin. Mine is going to be really rapid. K Jewelers has Star Wars jewelry on for sale, and they have Pandora adjacent beads. If you're interested, Pandora. They're not adjacent. Pandora, but they'll fit a Pandora bracelet. Gentlemen, before you go out and spend a lot of money on uh, Star Wars jewelry for your wife, make sure she really likes it. Because I'm guessing she's probably not as excited about it as you are. And if she wakes up on Christmas morning and has Star Wars jewelry. <laughs> 2016 might be long. <laughs> so I just want to point out that Kevin continuously makes fun of Star Wars. So far, every rapid fire for the last two months yeah. has been about Star Wars. Because there's nothing else going on. This is what we're talking about. And also, because I, I also help him pick him out. Oh, there you go. Next year, it's going to be all about I Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? 
Hey, I, mean, I found some stuff. I have two. Oh, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rhino, are you doing the whale story? No, my Okay, SeaWorld is taking out the whale shows, and they're going to do it over time. There's my second rapid fire. Trees, yeah, damn. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Bitter much? (laughs) Really. And over to you, Teresa. Go ahead. Do your two. All right. My first one, the 38th annual Cracker Christmas. I know I do this every year, but this, to me... It's this a tradition. Count as one. You did this last year. It was thirty-seven. Well, today, this year is thirty-eight, and it's at Fort Christmas Historical Park in Christmas, Florida, December fifth and sixth, um, ten a.m. to four p.m. Both free admission, so it's the anti-Disney. It's all free. It's Weaving, spinning, lace making, pioneer food, Dutch. Shut up. Dutch oven cooking, handmade crafts, early cow camp. I, don't I like how she said Dutch. Shut up in the same word. <laughs> Civil early War camp. What? Early what? Early cow camp. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Syrup making. Um, That's when the cows around and make bad jokes. They make, uh, I mean, the, <laughs> they wear heels and broom bones. making and much, much more. Um, there's all kinds of crafts. I'm just going to keep talking. Broom guys. Is the making? camera on me? I hope it's on me. Broom making. Broom baking. Broom making. Broom making. Broom, make your own brooms. And then you bake it. Hush. <laughs> I, I just think it's fun. And then when people come to your house and admire your broom, <laughs> as as will happen. I made this a cow camp. <laughs> you can't get this till next year. Cut back to me, Rhino. Mark your calendar. Rhino, ignore them, Rhino. Ignore them, Rhino. Is there going to be a big blowout for the 40th? Bring a toy to donate to Mayor Teresa Jacobs. No relation, because we have the first name, you know. Toy drive to help Orange County. Because that's how it works. That's how it works. I just thought it was cool. This is how Mayor Teresa gets her kids presents, right? <laughs> There's a broom. Sorry, go ahead. Pete, you've been. Yeah, it's very cute. It's cute. It's it's. You got to get what you can get in Florida because there's no snow and cold weather. So That's right. It brings on Christmas to me. My second rapid fire. <laughs> well, she says with she says with like disdain, derision. Sheraton cow camp. Cow camp. I'm going just to see what. But oh, no, it's, it's early cow camp. It's Dizapalooza weekend. Yeah. Oh, everybody's <laughs> going to be in town. You know what? We should all show up. We should have transfers. And all stand in line and just buy a soda. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I told the guys yesterday, because the 6th is my birthday, the, the team, we're going up. Let's do it. We, I want to do I want to do the Grinchmas breakfast at Universal, and then I want to go to Cracker Christmas. We can record a show there. That could and be a live show. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cold. <laughs> I do cow camp every week. So. <laughs> Got milk. <laughs> All right. Go ahead with your second one. Okay, my second one. Sheraton Vistana Resort and Sheraton Vistana Villages. A special amazing rates for a one-bedroom villa starting at $99 per night and one nineteen for two bedrooms. That doesn't count as two. He gave you that one. He said, so, here's a second rapid, second rapid fire. fire. He's the boss. He gave <laughs> Um and it, this doesn't include housekeeping. You must book by December 6th, Pete's birthday, and travel by 3-10-16. Right. This now is exclusive offering, to Dreams. Yeah. They're offering that $99 rate for a one-bedroom unit and the one nineteen for a two-bedroom unit um, through December 20th. So wow, if you want to come down for the holidays. Wow. And I, I got to tell you, I these are uh, just for, so people know, I A, I have a financial relationship with them, so I'm not being magnanimous here. But I love these resorts. I really do. They're great resorts. Um, these are timeshares. 
that they rent out as hotel rooms when they're not being occupied. There's no pitch. There's no, you know, you don't have to sit through a four-hour presentation, nothing like that. It's just like renting a hotel room. These are beautiful, beautiful uh, one be- one and two-bedroom villas. Uh, Sheridan Vistana Resort is on uh, Apopka Vineland Road, 535, in Lake Buena Vista. And uh, Sheridan Vistana uh, Villages, which is absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, mm-hmm. uh, over on International Drive, right up the street from SeaWorld. SeaWorld. We've had family stay there, yeah. and I've got to tell you, it's ready to move in. I've stayed, in I've stayed in both, Pete. Now, and neither of these, th- these rates do not include housekeeping. That's why we're getting this really, really good rate. Uh, it's no housekeeping, but there is laundry facilities there in the... I was going to say, usually they come with a washer-dryer. Yeah. But they, they also bring new towels if you want that. Right, yeah. you can get new towels. Just, Just make your own bed. Is yeah. there a limited number of nights you have to stay to get this price? Uh, it's a minimum of uh, three nights. Okay. Three-night minimum still, stay. And there are some, bucks. There I mean. are some blackout dates. Obviously, over the holidays, the price is higher, um, and the prices kind of go up and down January, February, and March. But if you want to come down for the holidays, you're looking for, uh, you know... You're looking for a reasonable price, someplace close. Uh, can't do better. Can't do better. It's fantastic. So we'll have links uh, to that. You got to go through our through Dreams Unlimited to get this. So there'll be links on the show notes page and on the Diz, but uh, DizUnplugged.com. Uh, when the show notes go up, you'll be able to use that link and go ahead and book it. People ask us where you can get a deal in Orlando. That's a deal. That's, That's a, a deal. deal for sure. And that is my second rapid fire. $119 a night for a two-bedroom. I also want to point out, too, because this is part of our Dreams Res system, you can also get your um, advanced dining reservations made. We will take care of that for you as well. No. Never mind. No, this is a co-branded This is co-branded. This goes through through Sheridan Direct. I apologize. I thought this was our... So, Stop helping. Sorry. <laughs> but call John. I'll give you his private number. He'll right. take care John of will actually go ahead and make yeah. the ADRs for you. And me. drive you to the restaurant. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teresa. Corey. I know this probably could have been a, um, a news story, but we had four. Uh, the Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs announces layoffs for 468 of its employees. Uh, yeah. Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs will be laying off 468 employees by January 19th. The restaurant is closing for six months to renovate as part of a redesign. Merry freaking Christmas. As a redesign in the changeover from downtown Disney to Disney Springs. It is expected to uh, reopen in June 2016. The building will be renovated to resemble an astronomy observatory to fit with the Disney Springs' storyline of being a turn-of-the-century waterfront town. The re- the redesign will include a new menu. Thank you. Um, and experience food. And experience for the customers, including a DJ playing music in the dining room. Because it wasn't obnoxious <laughs> enough as it was. An outdoor terrace and bar called Stargazers will offer live entertainment. The laid off employees will have the first shot at being rehired when the restaurant reopens. Sit around when we were there recently in downtown Disney, the gentleman explained to us that that area of the park is going to be themed like there had been a World's Fair there. And that's what that's going to be. And the movie theater and the balloon, those are all going to be remnants from the World's Fair that that's has cool. since moved on. That's neat. Isn't that neat? The way mm. they just like I thought it was very cool. It's great to see that area really start to move along. Even though it's slow, it's cool to see yeah. the stuff. Yeah, I hope the menu is not as th- it was. I hope the food is a lot better. But it was such a huge menu. Take the oilcloth tablecloths and scrape some of the grease off the walls. That place <laughs> needs to be hosed down. Yeah. I'd like some of the stuff that's. I in do there feel there. bad for like all of the all the employees being laid off, but because you, you know when they got the announcement that there was going to be a changeover or a redesign, they were probably really excited about it, not knowing 
that and six months go is find a long time. Right. Six months it is. is. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, they're going to paint walls. You've got to find a new job. You've got to wait it out. You can't wait it out. No, you yeah. can't for six yeah. months. It's a long time. All right. Thank you, Corey. Rhino. Um, okay. So my, my rapid fire took a sad turn this morning, but... Um, Disney um, screened The Force Awakens, an early cut for a terminally ill fan, uh, and unfortunately he uh, passed away this morning. Yeah. Um, it was His name was Daniel Fleetwood. Um, he had suffered from um, spindle cell sarcoma. It's a rare connective tissue cancer, um, and in July they gave him two months to live. So his wife started a um, social media campaign. To, um, I think it was like Force for Daniel um, was the hashtag, but... Um, I guess it caught the attention of some of the actors like Mark Hamill and John Boyega and they kind of fed it up the food chain and um, J.J. Abrams was the one who called the wife to tell her that they were going to screen the movie for him and wow. as far as I know he saw it on Thursday so he saw an unfinished cut so it's not completely done yeah. Yeah. and this is the second time in his career he's done that because he did it for Star Trek Into Darkness and the guy died like five days later too after he mm. showed him that But mm. but it's nice to know that you know that's something good in the world. They did something nice for nobody. Uh, I mean, it's good press for them, but it's just nice that a dying person, you know, dying fan got to see this film. So yeah, that was nice. And just sad that he passed away. Yeah. It's a, you know, unfortunately that just, that was the news to wake up to this morning, but it was good. The family was very grateful for everything that Disney did. Cool. All right. Thank you, Rhino. Junior. All right. We have uh, Disney Springs parking lots and garages to be named. <clears throat> Excuse me. After Florida, is his voice changing? It is. He's going through puberty right in front of us. He's got a very important story to tell. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, The Disney Springs parking areas, including garages, are in the process of getting a new naming system. Uh, The different sections will be named after types of fruit grown in Florida. It'll take a couple weeks to get all the signage installed. Popular and hated fruits. This uh, this this thing says hated. Did you read that, Craig? <laughs> Grapefruit. Grapefruit. It's only good in vodka. <laughs> What's the name? Why, okay, right? Why does it say that? Popular and hated Florida food is being funny. <laughs> is that intentional? I don't like some of the fruits on the list. So. <laughs> I'm making it. I love that. That's great. Little Craig Easter egg. I was waiting for you to say it in the rapid fire. That's why I was like popular and hated. <laughs> Well, here's the deal. They had a pref- press release about If you were a out of, like, vegetables, you would think hate it, too. So what's the fruit? What's well, the fruit? Well, the fruits are, well, we have the orange uh, garages already up. Uh, the second garage, which will open in 2016, will be the lime uh, garage. Oh, I don't um, And the east parking lot next to the marketplace will be lemon. Uh, and then the three lots uh, west of the orange garage will be named watermelon, grapefruit, and mango. There they are. It's grapefruit. And yeah. the lot behind uh, the Cirque Soleil, I can never say that, will be strawberry. What did you call it? Cirque Soleil. Soleil. Cirque Soleil. Lost me. No, I really, I shouldn't have. Soleil. I shouldn't have lost you. Cirque. Just called Cirque. Cirque. Duh. Duh. Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Just call it Lanuba. Just put it all together. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. See, I thought when they were talking about popular and hated fruits, I thought one would be like Richard Simmons. Right. I love that I have to teach the youngins how to speak. Yeah, the vocabulary and pronunciation are part of the training. Eliza Doolittle up there. Craig, is it mango or watermelon? A watermelon. That's what I thought. 100%. Wait, watermelon? You don't like watermelon? That's my favorite. Oh, my gosh. 
He's weird like texture. Son. Yeah, it's the texture. Ah. I can't get past the smell and then going. I thought through. it was for okay. are annoying. None of this is important. Thank okay. you, Steve. <laughs> Craig. Okay, so uh, got a Christmas party to talk about, and I don't want to be here till four o'clock. <laughs> So SeaWorld announced uh, all the dates and what's going on for their Christmas celebration. Um, it's going to be held starting November 21st, running all the way through the 31st of December on select days. Returning will be the Sea Trees, uh, their, uh, their take on something like the Osborne Lights, except it's only like about, you know, maybe one-tenth of the amount of lights that they have there and just strung on some trees all around the waterfront. Uh, but it'll still dance to some music, so there's that. They hung a whale uh, from a tree? What they is did. That? Yeah, they, that's part of it, too. Um, a wondrous <laughs> night. Check out our ornament. <laughs> you think we were bad before. What should we do now to the whales? Well, if we're going to take the egg for blackfish, we might as well start <laughs> We're going to start something. selling whale coats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Put the camera on. <laughs> oh, wondrous night. Okay. The uh, traditional Christmas story being told. <laughs> wondrous to see a whale hanging from a tree. You wouldn't oh, believe how many of those little hooks you need. You've heard of the live nativity? Now, if one whale goes out, do they all go out? <laughs> exactly. Oh. No, I think, I think they're parallel. I don't think they're serious. It's one of the hated whales. <laughs> Wrong. It's like the live Christmas tree. All the animals Until it come, is it in the tree. Maybe seals. Yeah. What's that big pinata? Every once in a while. Okay. What are you on me for? Uh, to them. Nobody's talking. <laughs> Um, so you what you default to me? So you're the host. Okay, I'll, I'll take it back over here. Uh, told from the story of the animals, the Christmas story, a wondrous night, um, winter wonderland on the ice. The whales were there. The whales were <laughs> Did there. Did the whales have a Christmas story? Uh, sheep, doves, goats, alpaca, they a zebu, and camels. A what? What was that last one? A zebu. They followed the star. Uh, Elmo's Christmas wish. Plus the will also be there. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Jerky. So Elmo Elmo has a Christmas? Yes, Elmo has Christmas. He will be there. Uh, He's not back on Sesame Street. Polar Express will do their... did bad things. (laughs) (laughs) Polar Express will do their normal simulator thing into the wild Arctic. Santa will be there in the... Big prize winning show that you have to see, of course, is Shamu Christmas Miracles. Happening at Shamu Stadium. Then they have to get him out of the tree. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to get out of the tree. (laughs) And over the stadium. You can show him in the the desert. (laughs) (laughs) They're getting their money's worth out of these whales. This is going to need a wide angle of the round table. We really do. Mm. Who started that? John? <laughs> Craig did it. There's a picture of a whale in the tree. I know. It's what I saw. Okay. It's technically SeaWorld's fault. <laughs> yeah, let's blame them. They get blamed for everything. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Christmas. So Mickey's well, very merry. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in the show in ages. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Well, that's enough <laughs> merriment for one show. Really? Let's put really? an end to that. Thank Torture you, an endangered species, and Pete gets crazy. <laughs> really? Makes <laughs> <laughs> all happy. Giddy. Watch Pete get giddy over the whales. <laughs> all right, let me let me catch myself now. Come on. All right, so so 
we had an opportunity to check out the first night of Mickey's very merry Christmas party. <laughs> Sorry. There were no whales involved. No whales were harmed in the making of this segment. Um, but uh, while we give, my, give me a chance to collect myself, we have a little overview video that Rhino put together from, uh, from the, show, uh, the party that night. So let's go to that. Excellent job on that, Rhino. Thank you. Really enjoyed that. It was a great night. But uh, before we get started talking about it, just a little background for those who may not be familiar with the party. This goes on for 20 nights uh, through December 18th. Uh, this is a hard ticket event, which means the Magic Kingdom closes today, guests, at 7 p.m. And uh, you need a special ticket to get into the party. Those tickets are in advance, $74 for adults, $69 for children. At the gate, $79 for adults, $74 for children. And uh, you can get into the park with that ticket at around, what was it, 4 o'clock, right? 4. Mm-hmm. And so what a lot of people do is they don't use a day on their multi-day pass for the Magic Kingdom that day. They just you know, spend the day at the resort or doing something else and then go into the party uh, at 4 o'clock. And the party runs until midnight, so you have eight hours in the Magic Kingdom and kind of gives you a little more... Uh, a little more flexibility on your with your with your park hopper. Um, each of the parties features a special uh, holiday wishes fireworks show, which have to be seen to be believed. I've seen them so many times, and it never gets old. Uh, they do the Once Upon a Christmas Time parade, part of that you just saw, um, as well as handing out like free cookies and hot chocolate. There are special stage shows and character appearances. It's a lot of fun. They they do a, they do a great great job. And, uh, of course, uh, the attractions are open, and one of the big draws for me, anyway, is that uh, wait times tend to be a lot a lot better. Uh, Steve and I walked on to uh, Space Mountain and Buzz Lightyear. No also, it's, the parties are the only time to see the Christmas parade until you get very, very close to Christmas. Right. They're only, it's only shown at night during the party until, I believe, it's Christmas week, and then they do the parade during the day right. to day guests. Exactly. So, um, all right, let's talk about our experience. Let's, let's start out, because I want to end on a strong note, because I really love the party this year. But uh, <clears throat> some of you, Craig, uh, didn't. Uh, so let's talk about some of the things that we thought could be improved upon. Okay, well, first, I, I loved the party. I always loved the party. Uh, the first thing I would cut from the party, though, uh, 100% would be voice play. I disagree. Oh, my gosh. The acapella group. I thought they were great. Uh, I dislike acapella music very much. Uh, these That's guys are... amazing. In, in, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's a it's reference Ackerman. to Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Uh, in terms of their singing abilities, yeah, they could sing, but... Um, Isn't that kind of important? Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I would rather they actually have instruments and aren't just oh, making. And isn't this like something you decide whether or not to go see? I mean, it's not mandatory that you go to this, right? right. So no, but it's some, it is brand it new this be, year. It so. will be from now on for him. Uh, yes. Oh no, I, I can't. I couldn't stand them at all. And then the worst part. Okay, so a couple good things about it though. Uh, we actually had a lot of issues with rain during the party. Um, I got to experience a lot of the stuff there that I've like I've never done before because you get to see the uh, shortened and condensed versions because of the rain. So thank goodness they condensed their set down from 20 minutes to only three songs. But one of them they chose was Holiday Road. 
And I love Lindsey Buckingham, but it has nothing to do with Christmas at all. It just has the name. It has holiday. It's no, also it's, from it's from Christmas Vacation. The movie no, Christmas, Christmas Vacation. It's no. It started in the original Vacation. Yeah. It's it's. National I mean, Lampin. it's just a. No. Does it mean holiday? Is in like we're on holiday? Yes, like, like we're a vac- on holiday. Okay, so it's that's why it's a vacation song. I Mr. Gotcha. Technicality, I thought I knew everything about you, Craig. This but is the just people at the I probably are on I, holiday. I, I thought I thought that they were they were excellent. Um, what I heard of their of their show, I thought they were really. I mean, they sounded great. I mean, I've heard acapella groups that sounded a lot worse than these guys did. And did you see the full I thought, show? I didn't. I didn't see the full show. No. Okay, I did. But <clears throat> this is also what I thought. Also, was that um, this is Disney doing something a little different in terms, uh, as opposed to the same schmaltzy, you know. Mickey reads the night before Christmas. Maybe it's cold outside. Yeah. And I I appreciate that they're doing that. I appreciate that they're trying to add some new elements to the party to try and uh, make it more entertaining for a wider a wider array of, of people. It's also very popular right now. There's a, a well-known group that's pretty well-respected called Straight No Chaser. And they have a very popular Christmas album that's all acapella stuff. The so that, yeah, I mean, too. acapella... It took off about three or four years ago, so something like this would have been very appreciated back then. I mean, never for me, because I've never liked acapella. New. But in terms of even like trying to be up to date with it, they're three years late on this trend that just started. So, Well, here's I had a little bit of an issue with the show, too. Like I, uh, I didn't know acapella just started a few years ago. I've been hearing acapella the, it's groups the, it's for It's because of the perfect movie took off so much, so that's why it's become like a fad now. But like, um, I, I, they're they're nice people. I, I know one of them, a friend of a friend. But um, they didn't. It felt like they had just been put there, like maybe a couple days ago or something like that. It, it didn't seem like they. Did you see the long show or the little short version? I saw the the second half of a long version of a show. So I just I just felt like like they had some like little moves worked out or something like that, but it felt like they were maybe not very comfortable. That's all that's all the Well he was I wearing was leather pants and it was hot. I well, wasn't comfortable yeah, for him, but nobody's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the entire first time they the first performance and I thought they were very good. I mean they were They were great on T V when they were on that well, show. Well they were they were all in tune. They were all singing. Yeah, they all great. had little jokes they told. They all had their little parts. They, you know, highlighted each guy separately. What I else, uh, other than voice play, what else uh, do we think needed some improvement well, this we, year? We weren't big fan of the, the cookies. They were kind of bland. They were, uh, yeah. Oh, it was I, a cookie people. I've never had the other cookies because this was my first Christmas party, but I didn't think that they were very good. See, Craig said they were better in the past. But, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. See, my situation with the cookies isn't necessarily the taste because I don't, I don't like them anyway. But um, it's just the whole concept of the only thing you can get is cookies yeah. and hot chocolate, and it was hot. You can get like, apples and apple juice it, too. But well, even that you can only eat so many apples in one night. Like it with the Halloween party, I love the decorations here over Halloween, but I love that you can walk away with something from the Halloween party. You have something to do. Yeah. Like each station is something different, not necessarily another cookie of the same flavor. Okay. That's always an issue. How many cookies I, can you eat, really? Well, that's, that was my big issue the first time I ever went to one of these parties. I'd only been to one once, and I immediately was like, well, the Halloween party's better because you get to leave with this giant bag of candy. You're leaving with feelings here, people. Well, You're leaving it, with that warm fuzz. <laughs> well, I, I, I wish there was a combination of the two. Yeah. I love the decoration 
decorations and the Christmas feeling okay. over Halloween, but I love that you have an activity. And there are right. people that can't eat cookies or drink hot chocolate. Right, right. Well, that's not that's not the big draw for the party for me. The cookies, I thought, were okay. The fact that you could only get a snickerdoodle anywhere yeah. you went, that bothered me. Because the other times you had other choices. Right. Well, so yeah, I don't know if it's going to be snickerdoodle straight down the line for every party, it's a, or if that it's was just been this party. I've, I've been there. In the past, I've had others. chocolate chip, and I've had oatmeal cookies. Uh, right, but on the same night. A lot night. of times, there's sugar night. cookies, too. Sugar cookies are right. Yeah. Well, this was just... And I'm okay with the snickerdoodle. They weren't mine, but I have a question good. to ask you. Were the food stations open? Could you eat? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because yes. we've been there in the past when... No, I don't know. But if you're... They were... Like, we were going to go eat at Harbor House, have a snack, but they were closed because they were a cookie station. So if it, if Same it, with the lunching pad. Right. So if they turned night. it into a cookie and hot chocolate the station. The Casey's was open. The Plaza Restaurant was open. Pecos Bills. Um, uh, yeah, and Crystal the Palace was open. Cosmic Rays. Cosmic Rays was open. So there was a lot of choices. Mm. It sounds like there's a little bit of nitpicking going on. Yeah. They, well, I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to talk about the, the negative stuff up front mm-hmm. because, honestly, the good stuff was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I want that's what I want us to spend most of our time on because really it did require nitpicking mm. to find anything wrong with this party. And this was the first night. And when they can nail it as well as they did, even under the conditions that they had to do it, because it was, we did have some rain issues. And the second parade had to get delayed by uh, by about twenty minutes. I oh think. yeah, it was it about was. twenty minutes, and then it was they cut out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Did they reworked it? Yeah, but at least they still did it. I appreciated the fact that they were still right. they like didn't just cancel. We're, yeah, we're going to do a little something for you guys. So, was there anything else on anybody's negative list? Because we we're, were talking about the acapella group, which is by no means a unanimous uh, I, decision. I, and and the co- not you know the cookies weren't that great it's and like personal a- yeah. personal taste stuff. <clears throat> I, I have I mean I didn't mind the cookies that were really soft. I just had my wisdom teeth out, so it was like oh I can eat this thing. But um, the uh, I thought the character meet and greet was not on the same level it was for Halloween. Like I love because they they were everywhere in the park, but I went specifically to go look for Jack as Santa, as you saw in the video, um, and I didn't even realize that like next to me they had like. Um, it was a Donald, Goofy, it was like five or six of them were all out, but they were all in a line, and everybody was had to wait in that one line for it, and it was down by the train station, it was a really dark area, just a weird off down to the, the side. Tracks. Yeah, and it, it was, it's like, people look forward to seeing like Scrooge, or, or, um, or whoever else they bring out for the Christmas thing, so I thought that was weird, it was, it was kind of an afterthought that I was like, there was no character interactions at the normal world, but again, that's just, that was just a nitpicking it's like what you said. It's just looking for something. It's nothing that would. But keep one me. of the things you had mentioned was to suggest to people that, you know, I, I think the characters for the party come out around six. Get mm-hmm. there then. Yeah, because Jack get was there then. So over you're not hour. spending an hour yeah. during the prime part of the party, uh, just waiting online for that. But, um, all right. Anything else? So we have character interaction. Could have been a little bit better. Uh, Personal preferences on acapella groups and uh, snickerdoodle. Um, so let's talk about the good. And the, the first thing, the first thing I'm going to put on my list for what was absolutely fantastic were the cast members that night. They yep. were better than I have seen them in years, and I'm not exaggerating. Every place we went, it was like the old days. 
It was like the old days. Friendly, upbeat, helpful, going out of their way. Excited. They were all excited. very excited. Doing extra things that they didn't have to do. Exactly. A lot, And it didn't matter whether I was in the Emporium or at Casey's or... Just getting your wristband. Getting, getting the wristband. Um, uh, even uh, getting our picture from uh, after Buzz Lightyear. We yeah. wrote Buzz Lightyear. We got the picture and... She was phenomenal. I mean, they were just fantastic. They were just fantastic. I was blown away by how good they were. Um, so major, major props to the cast working uh, the party that night. They were they their, were top notch. Their energy was like, I think <coughs> seeing them all have a good time and being really friendly. Actually, they were friendly to an annoying point almost because they were just no, like, kept no, waving I'm not Christmas go there. at me. And I'm I was not like, going to go there. No, 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 no. Especially uh, in the I will take, compared I will, to the past of what I will it's been take, like. Friendly, over miserable, yeah. and not find it annoying. Well, I I, I um, appreciate the fact that they were all so upbeat in the fact that like if you look at the ladies in the picture here, um, the, the Christmas costumes like I love the costumes they put the cast members in. Um, they do, however, look very uncomfortable when it's ninety degrees outside. So I respect that these people kept energy up. But you know what? The minute you crowd. get off the boat, the monorail, whatever, and you see these people in their little Christmas yeah. tree shirts, it immediately puts me in a good mood. Yeah, and they're happy. I mean, I, I just I could rock that outfit. I just love these little <laughs> these little outfits they're wearing, and they're just so happy. I don't care for the red pants the guys are wearing, but you know. What I, I love. Okay, I, well, we don't need anyway. to do fashion police. No, but I just, I just think all the cast members at night, at, no matter where I went, whether it was to eat or wherever. The other, uh, the other thing that I thought, um, again, as I said earlier, that is an absolute huge highlight of this party's holiday wishes, um, the fireworks show. Just if, if this. If this doesn't move you, you're dead. You're dead. If you're not impressed by this, if you're not, if you don't walk away going, "Oh wow, I just really saw something," then you know what? There's no hope for you. So just, just you know, go crawl under a rock or whatever. Because this holiday wishes was just phenomenal and so good that it started raining. Right in the middle of it, I wasn't moving. I took my hat off and I was holding <laughs> over the camera, even though I said I wasn't going to take photos this night of uh, the fireworks because I wanted to just look at them. But it's kind of hard not to. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't. I just. I was standing in the middle of Main Street, and camera went in the bag, and I just. I'm like, you know what? I'll get wet. I this. I this. I just want to see, even though I've seen it dozens mm-hmm. of times already. I mean, it's the same show. It's not anything different, but. You know, one thing where Disney simply never falls down on the job is with their fireworks shows. And this is certainly a great example of that, that it's consistent. It doesn't change really from year to year, but it doesn't need to. Because when you get it right and you have something that's perfect to begin with, you don't need to change it. Craig, you watched it at the beginning (laughs) of Main Street. How was it from there? Because I I watched it on the complete opposite. I watched it at the end of Main Street, right in front of Casey's. And you watched it right at the beginning. So you were like, what, five feet away from me then? I didn't even know you were there. I was a dude holding a hat over the camera. Well, I wasn't wasn't watching you. you Believe it or not. Uh, there's actually something to be said about the view at the end of Main Street. It's a very, I agree. it's a very good view of uh, the actual the main fireworks itself. Uh, I don't know if it had to deal with the wind or what, but the uh, the perimeter fireworks because for this show and like how uh, Happy Hallow wishes and some of the uh, bigger shows they do they have the 180, 180 degree. degree perimeter fireworks. Um, 
some of them we could see well others weren't quite getting up high enough to pass the buildings um but in general the the view was spectacular it's it was a nice uh change of pace because i typically watch it all the way down at the end too i would have loved to watch it from uh the train station and do it that way but uh one thing to note for our party uh you saw it in the video and some some pictures here and there but they actually had the tree up which is never up for the first party because of the parade taping um the mm-hmm. Christmas Day parade taping, but this year they had it up, and so it actually it also helped with the entire atmosphere of the party too. It takes away from some of those further views of the fireworks on Main Street because of it. But right. that's actually no. where the fireworks. That's the perspective that it's supposed to have from that end of the main. And the that's usually main where street. I watch it. For this was the very first fireworks where I was way down by the partner statue, and I have never watched fireworks from there before. Mm. It was a little overwhelming because it was like right on top of yeah, you. Yeah, it's great. And it, yeah, it was pretty bizarre. But I was had my spot and I wasn't going to move. And yeah. then when it started raining, I thought, "There's no way I can fight this crowd." So I've but it was pretty wild. I've seen other like special fireworks. Like I saw the Howl Wishes, and I've seen when I did the college program was the July Fourth fireworks. Um, but I think the this is the best twist on the fireworks that they do. I think it was like the music's awesome. I just think like the fireworks themselves are great. I think it's the best specialty fireworks that they do. We saw the fireworks at the um, Hollywood Studios one night, and they had a live band. But I don't. Was that New Year's Eve? No, that was a special. I mean, it was New Year's Eve. It yeah. was <clears throat> because Obama was going to be in the Magic Kingdom. They did fireworks at MGM Studios, and I thought that might be the best one I had ever seen. How was the castle show? How was the lighting of the castle and all? Celebrate that? the magic. Yeah, it's That's, always well, great. Well, they do yeah. the frozen. They do the lighting they, of the castle is done with that frozen show. Yeah, they they switched it over last year to the a frozen holiday wish, which um, it hasn't changed at all this year from last year. So if I mean, if you're still on the frozen kick, then it's a great show. All the kids there were eating it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still find life size. Olaf creepy is all get out. Uh, he shouldn't be the same size as Anna and Elsa and Kristoff. But uh, I love that they added the new turrets now on the side uh, that they put in just for the theme. Right, it's yeah, nice. They added the lights onto it too. Uh, it really made you feel even more enveloped in the entire uh, the atmosphere of it. And then of course they have the celebrate the season show uh, that they do every year as well, which is still as hokey as ever could be. But um, you know, it's one of those things that I can never turn away from it. I love that show. Uh, they took away the creepy horses that they used to have in years past, and they added polar bears now running around. Um, so that that's another little minor change too. But it, do they blink too? Blinking oh, polar no, bears? They, they no. don't. They're just okay. staring at you with the dead, dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the dead eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the entertainment. It, it's it's very ranging. There's Merry Christmas, Chris Craig. <laughs> With my dead eyes too. La 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 la. Uh, yeah, but the parade parade was fun. And like I said, also the ride times. You know, um, I wasn't paying too much attention throughout the night. We went and hit some rides later mm-hmm. in the night. But did anybody notice during the evening what you know what? The longest one I saw was Peter Pan, and it was like twenty. I saw that's pretty good. If you, I, if yeah, Peter Pan's twenty minutes. That's really. I good. saw at one point a mine train was thirty-five, and that's good. Oh, for that's good. Yeah. yeah, we walked on to everything we wanted to go on, so it was just. But we waited till later, and we waited. Well, we waited until <coughs> the parade, the sec, 
the parade was delayed for the rain, and we got up and said, let's just do a couple rides. And then we got done, the parade had started, so we were good. What else? What else did we... Uh, um, the parade. The parade. Just said it, yeah. yeah. No, the parade, um, and I, I was lucky. I got to see both versions. Uh, obviously, the parade is probably the best parade that they do. It's a cute, uh, cute car. Year-round, too. And that's, yeah, that's exactly. Vanellope yeah. von Schweetz's... Uh, she was finally given a car. I know finally. we talked Thank about you. it during Halloween, how she's so awkward because <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph would ride in one of the trucks, and then she's just running out like 50 I mean, yards like ahead of them. Like a little crazy girl. Bouncing no, they, around. She needed the car. That was awesome. Yeah, and I mean, they got rid of the, the one elf that normally drives the small car around because they obviously transformed it into Vanellope's car now, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it was it was perfect. Uh, that was one of the actual highlights of the parade, uh, well, of course. I liked how everything. My highlight was everything smelled. It, right, everything yeah. had a scent. I thought that was really. That cool. That was new, right? No, oh, no. Had they always, always had, had a yeah. scent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It all did. Some smells are just wind. stronger depending on where you're standing. Uh, especially, you really get it if you're in on Main Street and you have the buildings also enclosing everything. Uh, of course, last year they added all the Frozen characters to it, and they're back again. Um, the awful, awful mirror float that I know Kevin and John just adore gets to make its return appearance for this parade with all the princesses standing on them. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's a very standard parade. That float's parade. been around a while. What's that? That float's been around a while. Oh, yeah, it has. Uh, it, but if you get to, if it's raining there, they cut out that float because of it, and they just put all the characters on a gaze- the gazebo that drives around, and they're all just crammed in there. But it's like uh, a country fair. <laughs> <laughs> Put the prom queen on a gazebo and drive it, around. It's very lovely. Uh, overall, though, th- this parade, it is hard to be with Santa, the the actual, the wooden soldiers marching. Yeah. It, it's great being around a first-timer whenever those wooden soldiers come out and they're playing they're their incredible. instruments. Yeah. And those are the gingerbread men. Those were always my favorite, those two yeah. things. Anybody, anybody feel this party was not worth $74 a person? No. Again, like you said, if you can do also the thing where you get in at 4 o'clock and you stretch out a ticket, it's so worth it. It is. I, I, I got to tell you, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I absolutely think this is worth the investment. Um, it really is. I mean, I do wish they would decorate the rest of the park for Christmas mm-hmm. and not just Main Street. That drives me insane. Finish lighting the castle. You light the front of the castle, That's- but not the back. That's my um, you know I, those are my, my my standing complaints with this, but um, Main Street never looks better though. Main with, Street with never the decorations looks and the snow. I mean, it really it, it really feels like Christmas. And I think for the parade in. too, being on Main Street was like I can't imagine seeing that in like Frontierland compared to where we having were. that lit castle behind you in the background, the, the snow uh, falling. I, I, especially if you're going to be taking pictures, if you want to take good pictures, you really do want to be. At the top of Main Street, uh, underneath that Christmas tree, um, as close to center as you can get, and you get some of the pictures that uh, you're seeing that we're putting up. Well, of course, these will be uh, these will be on the site as well for those who are listening and not watching. But uh, but you also want to get that spot a good hour and a half before the parade starts, because. Uh, the Main Street. Main Street really is the best place to watch the parade. How were the crowds? Were the crowds? Um, you know, once this, what happens is when you first get there, you get there like we got there about five thirty, 
And of course, you've got the regular day guests still there, and then you have the people coming in for the party. So it's really kind of crazy. And it was humid. And it was humid. <laughs> yes. And then seven Sunday o'clock, seven o'clock, people start. You know, the day guests start leaving, and that's when it eases up a bit. So I didn't think the party was overly crowded. Main Street was busy. Yeah. But I don't think the rest of the park seemed very crowded. This was a I weird weekend too, because this was race weekend. Yeah. And other stuff was going on, but I think most people were leaving. I think Main Street was busy because that's where you got the snow and that's where you got the feeling Mm -hmm. that you were looking for. And the rain made a big difference, too. Once that hit uh, and people got to see the fireworks, they didn't stick around for all the extras. They they bailed out. And then it made the rest of the night, while a little miserable uh, because of the rain, it it was a breeze getting around to see everything we wanted to. Anybody do any shopping besides me? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Did you get the big plastic shirt that I got? No. This is... No, I bought um, I bought a big full size Olaf that they're shipping to the house. The one that creeps Craig out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got. It's uh, actually a cast member um, in a costume <laughs> being shipped to the house. I'm redoing uh, I'm redoing my bedroom, and I found a few pieces of artwork that I really liked uh, for the bedroom. Okay. So I ordered that. Um, got the magic band. Got the magic band. Okay. Got some. Oh, uh, the the what is it? Twenty eight in Maine. Uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the the new shirts are out of this world. I did that as a rapid fire a while back. Yeah, those are the, great designs. Those but they're not party right? specific stuff. You no, just, they're not you're party just, specific. You're just shopping. You're just I, shopping. Yeah, I was I was getting my shop on. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I think those twenty eight main shirts are fantastic. However, however, um, we'll see if they shrink in the wash. But they're very big. So I'm wearing a large right now, and. A large 28 in main shirt is basically an extra large. Oh, wow. So you need so, an extra medium? Yeah. Yes. Extra. Uh, Are you making this stuff? Yeah, I am. So that's something to keep in mind for that. But, so you want to talk about your little... Yeah. Um, you would do sor- a sorcerer? Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. They always <laughs> have their little special holiday card. This is Olaf's Snoogies. Is that what you call them, Craig? Snoogies. Snoogies. He's like blowing out little snowmen. At you. Hold up. A little hold higher. Up, hold up. Hold there up. Yeah, that's really good. We can see that. Can great. you see it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he blowing that's him out of? That's a special. He's got the charming attack and the charming shield. I don't know where he's blowing them out of. He's throwing them at people. Oh. But it's like, Craig, you said it reminds with boogers or boogies, right? Bogies. It's the British. It's okay. Bo- okay, whatever. Anyway, it's cute. You get your little card and they mark your little band so you can't go back and get more than one. And, uh, Does that you hold that up to something and something happens? Something something happens. Yeah. yeah. So it, this what is happens? very interactive. I don't know. I didn't you go, go to different di- places. Di- yeah. You go to different oh. different places around the park. I, the interactive happens on the screen in front. They gotcha. blow a little snowman at you. I don't know what they do, but anyway, the card's cute. So like give me <clears throat> scale of one to ten. This year's party, Teresa. Ten. Corey. Um, seven and a half right now. When I go with my kids, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Why seven and a half? Because I look. I love Christmas, but. I, I'm not into cookies, and there's nothing else to do besides that. I really get the feeling when I see when it through my see kids. With your kids. I've done exactly. it. I've done it so many times. But here's the deal: <laughs> as a single here's traveler going by yourself, it's yeah, kind of okay. it's like, I, like I, look, I love Santa, but I want to see my kids looking at Santa. I, I agree. I haven't. I didn't go to the party, but I'm not there yet. I'm not in the Christmas that has to get we'll me. That helps, though, Craig. It gets Craig that helps get All right, there. so seven and a half from Corey, ten from Teresa. Rhino? Um, I'd probably say this is an 
seven and a half, eight for me. Uh, I'd only been once before, and it was like in two thousand like eight, and it was like on a date. It's definitely like a dating. Like you want to be with somebody, like you just said, you don't want to be by yourself. And but uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed myself a lot. It was very fun. I'm gonna say nine. I really liked it. I thought it was an awesome time. And that was your first time. This is the second. This yeah. is your second party, right? This is my second first party Christmas ever. party. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I liked it. People said I wasn't going to like it as much as the Halloween party. I liked it a lot more than the Halloween party. Mm. So. Okay. Craig. Yeah. I, obviously, it's skewed because I spent most of my time staking out spots for hours and hours. Uh, but in, in general, yeah, I always give this an event a nine. It's it's impossible to give anything a perfect score because there's always little things that go right. wrong. But, yeah, nine. And I give it a solid nine. I give this party a solid nine. I give the cast members at this party an 11 they were that good uh, and I am so happy to be able to say that because a lot of times when I'm talking about cast members I'm not saying that they were really good I'm, they're saying they're disinterested they're rude they're this they're that not uh, not Sunday night they weren't not Sunday night so I uh, I had a great time I'm gonna be honest with you I enjoyed this Christmas party more than I have in years and I don't know if it was just the space I was in or the party itself or a combination of both. But I walked away. Um, I'm going again with my family in a few weeks. I can't wait. I'm actually thinking about maybe getting a ticket and going back before that because I just had a great time. I had a great time. That's what makes or break it for me. If I, if I go for work, and if I really like it, then I'm going to bring the family back. I agree. That's what it Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for our discussion on the Christmas party, and that will do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, I have no exit music. Nope. <laughs> and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week, everybody.